praise the name of Jesus Christ. I want to appreciate you for tuning in once again to this wonderful program. And this is Mr. Dennis Odoi from Freedom Experience Ministry, Mbala, Uganda. We have a wonderful a teaching series on Freedom Streams program. Um, in the case you have uh, not been following us, please, you can always uh, check back on uh, our website. You check for Freedom Experience Ministry .org. but you need also get our application in Google from Google Play Store. It is called Freedom Experience App. We have been talking about wonderful series uh, from the time we began this series about God is God is eternal plan. God is eternal plan in the New Testament. And we are digging out uh, thoroughly the, the, the plan of Christ, the plan of God. We are trying to see that uh, with you in these wonderful teachings, get to know the mind of God. God is purpose and God is desire. We have been talking about series of things and I know by this time that uh, if you have been following us, this is episode 10, meaning that we have covered the uh, past nine episodes concerning this wonderful uh, teaching about uh, experiencing experiencing the God, uh, the eternal plan of, of God in the New Testament. And I want to see what God is uh, having as a, a desire. It is important to know uh, exactly what God wants from you, what God wants from us after we are born again. question would be why am I saved and uh, what is next? And uh, a lot of believers have not taken time to become serious with God. Like, if you don't know why you are saved and the purpose as to why God has saved you and called you, you just leave salvation just like that in a reckless way. But if you come to know the mind of God, the plan of God, the purpose, the desire, you will try by the grace of God and by the Spirit is leading to live that way in accordance to the uh, footstep of the Holy Spirit. We went uh, through a lot of various teachings and the last time we were talking about uh, knowing this God um, and his person. God and his person. And we talked about um, how we can know God in the New Testament. Now God is revealed both in plain words, in signs and parables. And we began with that uh, God is known in plain words. Now in the plain words, we went on to see that there are at least 29 items that talk about uh, this wonderful God and his person in plain words and we saw the first one was the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and we went on to see that under that there is what we call the grace of Christ love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit we saw how God comes to man and now this uh, this God is a, in three aspects of one thing three aspects one thing. In other words, he is not a separate God, but he is one God that manifests and appears to us these three uh, form aspect. So he's the God, the Father, Son, and the Spirit. So he saw that this is how love of God is as the source is 
found in God as the origin, then the grace of the Lord is this cause, then the love of God becomes the, the source of grace. We went through a lot of stuff. Then we went on to see that uh, the fellowship of the Spirit is the impartation of the grace of our Lord with the love of God. And we saw that the Spirit at this moment is the transmission of the Lord with God for our experience and enjoyment. But also we saw that the Trinity is proved in most of the verses in the book of Matthew wrote and as you read uh, other books we see Trinity mentioned especially in the book of Matthew we mentioned the Trinity and even the book of John I told you the other time that Elohim is uh, a Hebrew word that proves to us that God is a three in one and this is the Trinity in several scriptures in Genesis he talked about us our Meaning that God is a three-in-one God. Now you need to know where we last took, uh, stopped that we continue. We went on to see that uh, that trying God visited Mary and then Mary gave birth to a son. But the father was to release his power. Then the spirit was to overshadow Mary and then Christ was to be born in the womb of Mary. Now you see there are several scriptures even after baptism he comes out of the water trinity is seen even in uh, matthew chapter 4 verse 1 the trinity is seen even you see matthew chapter 17 at the transfiguration so god would always want to prove to us that he is a trinity a triune god and today i want us to to continue and do something else as we continue from where we stopped in the mighty name of Jesus. He went on to see if I may remember we, we, we came up to Luke chapter 4 verses 8 and verses 18 and here we, we wanted to see um, beginning of the Lord's ministry on earth. We see that the Father anointed the Son uh, with, with the Spirit. He anointed Son with the Spirit. So and that's how Je- Jesus had to begin his ministry. When you read Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 to 18, but we are going to uh, emphasize Luke uh, chapter 4. Luke chapter 4, verses 18. This is how Jesus begins his ministry. The Spirit is leading him to the desert. Then as he comes back, he comes back in the power of the Holy Spirit and uh, he began his ministry on earth as a man, Jesus Christ. The Bible says in verses 18 that it says when he's given a scroll to read, he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of the sight the blind, to set at liberty those that are oppressed. So he went on to introduce himself that it is, he was used by the Spirit of God. So for the reaching men and bring them back to God, he was anointed by the Father. Is the name of Jesus. Just before he was crucified in the flesh, we see that um, and the resurrection become the life-giving spirit he was being used by Spirit of God. Remember, when we come to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 45, you see that 
This Christ that was once on earth became life giving spirit. And the Lord began to unveil his mystery, this mysterious trinity uh, to his disciples in plain words. When you come to the book of John, chapter 14, uh, 15, 16, 17, Jesus was now uh, explaining in plain words and he unveiled the mysterious trinity uh, to his disciples, starting that the Son is in the Father and that the Father is in the Son. That is in John uh, 14 verses 9 to 11. You see, he began to unveil telling them that when you see me, you have seen the Father because the Son is in the Father and the Father is in the Son. I praise the name of Jesus. So, he went on to tell them that the Spirit is the transfiguration of the Son. When you read in in, uh, verse 16 of John chapter 14, route 20, he went on to explain in detail this Spirit is going to be the transfiguration of the son. In other words, Jesus is going to become the spirit. And when we see the spirit, it will be that the son has transfigured to become Lord Spirit. So, this is a mystery. He went on to, to, to tell them that the three are existing and co-inhering simultaneously. Meaning that they are abiding with the believers for their enjoyment, but they, they coexist and co inhere. Praise the name of Jesus. So he said that we will come and make our abode with you. In John 14 23, he comes, he wants to abide with the believers for their enjoyment. Praise the name of Jesus. He has transfigured to become the Son. And now, He's proving to us that he's co-existing. The three are co-existing. We cannot say that uh, this one lived from this time. The father was in the Old Testament. Now Jesus, the son, was in the uh, days of incarnation up to the resurrection. And after resurrection, then the spirit lived. No, they are co-existing. They are co-inhering. In other words, they live in one another simultaneously when you see jesus you have seen the father when you see jesus you have seen the spirit when you see the spirit you have seen jesus so that is how it is for our enjoyment praise the name of jesus you also add on john 14:23 even john 16:7 to 10 in your notes you can even read john 17:21 I may want to read some of the verses to you uh, and for you. The Bible says in John uh, 14 especially. We have seen that from verse 16 it says and I will ask the Father to give you another helper to be with you forever. It is even the spirit of truth whom the world not receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him. He dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. He says, I will come to you. He says he's going. He says he's leaving the spirit as a comforter. He says, I will not leave you as orphans. And again he says, 
I will come to you. Praise the name of Jesus. So when as Jesus went, he also came, the disciples. When the Spirit came, Jesus also came. And this is why you need to know this mystery. Verse 19 says that yet a little while and the world will not see me, but you. He says, no more, but you will see me because I live, you also will live. Verse 20 says that in that day, talking about that day of resurrection, you will know that I am in the Father and the, you in me and I in you. Such a mingling, such an enjoyment. Praise the name of Jesus. And it comes to verses 23 june 14 and says that uh, if anyone loves me he will keep my word and my father will love him and we will come to him and make our home or abode with him so the we will there means that they are all going to come to live in a believer you cannot say that the father remained in the heaven with jesus christ now we have the spirit he says we will come Praise the name of Jesus. It says we will come. John chapter 16, verses 7 to 10. The Bible says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is not to your advantage that I go away. He says, It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. He says that, and when he comes, he will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. It says concerning sin, uh, because they do not believe in me. Concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, and you will see me longer. Praise the name of Jesus. So, we will add on also John 17, 21 to 23. See, John took enough time to reveal Christ as life. The Son of God it says in John 17, verses 21-23, it says that that they may all be one. Jesus was praying, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. It says, the glory that you have given me. I have given to them. They may be one, even as we are one. So, the triune God is one. Trinity is one that lives within each other. They call in here. They call exist. They, they call exist. Praise the name of Jesus. So, he says, I in them and you in me. They may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you have sent me and loved me even as you have loved me. So this was Jesus explaining and unveiling the Trinity. He took his time to unveil this, this mystery. He says that under all the Father has is the Son is. And all the Son possesses is received by the Spirit to be disclosed and revealed to the believers. When it comes to John chapter 16 verses 13 to 15, Jesus says that whatsoever thing the Father possesses is for the Son. He says that when the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you in all the truth. 
says, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. He will declare to you the things that are to come. You see? And he says that he will glorify me for he will take what is mine and declare to you. He says in verse 15, and all that the Father has is mine. He says, therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. So with these wonderful verses, you get to know that Jesus took time to explain and unveil in plain words this God and his person. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. So such a trinity is altogether related to the dispensing of the processed God in his believers. The reason that's why is explaining himself in plain words. He wants you and me to take him in and we. He lives inside of us. Praise the name of Jesus. And this is why he was trying to unveil himself from being a mystery to something that is for us as a revelation to enjoy and even to partake in Jesus' mighty name. So this God is dispensing himself in his believers. And the Bible says in John chapter 14, verses 17, talking about says that even the spirit of truth the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. He says, you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you. So the desire of this trained God was to be processed, to pass through all the processes and then he comes, becomes the spirit. That at the level of the spirit is able to be transmitted into us who live in us. That's why the Bible says in verse 20 of John 14 it says in that day you will know that I am in the Father and you in me and I in you. This is a mingling. This is how God desires to dispense himself. This is how he has dispensed himself into us. Praise the name of Jesus. And he says in John chapter 15, I wanted to give you enough scriptures to see how Christ has unveiled the Trinity in plain words in his ministry. John chapter 15, verses 4 to 5, talks about this wonderful vine. And he says, Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in in the vine that can you unless you abide in me it says I am the vine you are the branches whoever abides in me and I in him he says he will says he it is that bears much fruit for apart from me you can do nothing so he went on to prove that you need to abide in him as he abides in us so that they may be one in and with the triune God. He prayed such a prayer of oneness. Praying for the believers to be one with the triune God. He says so that they may be one with uh, the triune God. Now, so far we have seen according to those verses that we have uh, gone through that uh, after his resurrection Lord charged his disciples to disciple the nations, to baptize them into 
the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And that's why what is in Matthew 28 verses 19. When he came to them, he tells them that all authority has been given unto me. And he says to them, uh, that is Matthew 18, 18, and towards 20, he says that, comes to them and says, all authority is given in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He says, teaching them to obey all that I have commanded you. And as long as you do that, Behold, I am with you. Raise the end of the world. So, we see that, as we have pointed out, this is to bring the believing ones, believers, into the train God. And we baptize them, bring them into the train God. They are baptized into Christ. They are baptized into an organic union, a living union. With the processed God. That's why I say he is a processed God. Is because he has passed through all the processes from even being God the creator and he becomes incarnated. After incarnation then he lives here on earth. After living on earth he dies on the cross. Passes through. After crucifixion he dies. He's buried. He's resurrected. He ascends and then Descends. So this is the complete process that God went through. He passed through incarnation, human living, crucifixion, and he entered into resurrection. So it is based upon such an organic union, living union, that at the conclusion of Second Corinthians, Paul begins to bless the church of Corinthians with the blessed trinity the blessed trinity. He began to bless them with the triune God. Now, in the participation of the Son is grace. He says, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Because uh, the triune God begins by participating uh, within the Son's grace. Again, with the Father's love and then through the Spirit's fellowship. So he prayed for them. In this trinity, God the Father operates operates all things all the members in the church. He is the operating force as we are going to see in 2 Corinthians. Then he begins to operate all things in the members in the church which is, which is the body of Christ through the ministries of the Lord. The ministries are for the Lord God the Son by the gifts of God the Spirit. When we come to, I want us to uh, read First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 4 to 6 uh, before we finish. I want us to see that even right now he is blessing us. He is ministering to us. The Bible says in First Corinthians 12 verses 4 to 6 talking about um, this wonderful various variety of gifts. He says that now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. He comes on to say that, and there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And he says, and there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God 
who empowers, who operates them all in all. So, see that diversities of gifts are by the Holy Spirit and differences of ministry administrations are by the Lord Jesus Christ. Then the diversities of operations within the believers are by God the Father which works all all. So God the Father comes into the believers and works all things in these believers. He begins to operate in them, to operate in them. And then that's how uh, the body of Christ begins to be helped and built up and strengthened because, because of the operation of God the Father and then the ministrations of Jesus Christ and then the gifts of the Spirit. In this way the church is established, the church is built up, the church is strengthened and this is how God in his person has unveiled himself and even dispensed himself into man. Today, I, before I finish, I wanted to encourage us to please go back and go through the first episode up to, to episode 9 because this is episode 10. You need to know where we have come from that you may enjoy where we are heading. Praise the name of Jesus. I told you we are, we are in this series to reveal uh, this wonderful experience uh, of God's eternal plan. God has got a plan and he wants to share this plan. He wants us to know about this plan and then to uh, live out and enjoy and even express him. It is a wonderful experience. Hallelujah. So I'm encouraging us that as you go in detail of these truths, you begin to enjoy and experience the wonderful grace of Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. These are going to be our portion. Praise the name of Jesus. There is an impartation going to take place. There is a grace that is going to come your way. And there is a transmission that is going to take place by the Spirit of God in the mighty name of Jesus. So, once you come to such an awareness, you begin to enjoy the Christ in you. You begin to experience the Christ in you in a living and organic union. Hallelujah. So my encouragement to you is that you may be strengthened with these wonderful teachings and to know that there is much that God desires to do in you. There is much that the Lord wants to unveil to you of who he is in your life so that you may dispense the same God to others for the glory of our Lord Jesus. So that means that we believers, we live to express this God that has dispensed himself in us. We live to, to portray this picture, the reality, because we are the image and Christ enters into us to be the reality of what God is. So our duty as believers is to see that we avail such an atmosphere this trying God to continue to dispense himself and saturate us and permeate us and fill us so that time comes whereby Christ is magnified in our bodies. When he's magnified then that is going to express God's glory. That's going to manifest God's glory. This is a wonderful experience with the Lord. Praise the name Jesus. I want to encourage you to keep on following. Uh, this is Pastor Dennis Matov, all the way from Freedom Experience Ministry, Kampala, Uganda. And I trust God. If you keep on stick, sticking with these teachings, you are going to be blessed in the name of Jesus.
Jesus. So be strengthened, be encouraged. Uh, until some other time, I'll stop here this time, which I'll continue next time in the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you. Mr. Dennis.